Welcome to the Frederick Democrats Podcast, a production of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is Lois Jarman, who is running for the Maryland House of Delegates in District 4. Lois, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Josh. And this is our last podcast before the Tuesday election uh, on November 6th, so uh, make sure that you get out and vote. Uh, So first question that I had for you, Lois, is uh, just to tell a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Um, I'm a Maryland girl. I was born in Baltimore many years ago and um, lived in Baltimore County until my parents moved uh, to Carroll County, moved the family there just before I started high school. So I graduated from Westminster High School. Then I attended Goucher College, um, which at the time was a women's college. And then I married a Naval Academy midshipman, and we were off um, during his service with the Navy. So we lived out of the state of Maryland for five years and then came back to Maryland in the summer of 1987, moved to Frederick County, where I have been living ever since. Um, I have two children. Well, they're not children. They're adults. Uh, My daughter's 35 and my son is 32. They both um, attended Frederick County Public Schools. Tiffany graduated from Brunswick High School in 19... uh, What? No, 2001. I'm sorry. 2001. And then Tim graduated from uh, TJ High School in 2004. They're both products of the Advanced Music Studies Program. We were very involved in theater. I served on the board of directors for the Frederick town players for more than 10 years. Um, We were active in Girl Scouts and Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, um, active in singing groups. Um, I've been singing since I was very small. In fact, I sang at Bev and Jerry Jerry Donald's wedding um, many moons ago. And so I've been in the county for a long, long time. I was um, secretary of the Brunswick Elementary School PTO, president of the Brunswick Middle School PTO, and on the Brunswick High School um, Athletic Boosters, and was told by Kevin Lanotte when my son was in middle school that um, Brunswick High School was the only high school in the county that at the time that did not have a wrestling team. And so um, went to work with Lynn Carr, who at the time was the curriculum specialist for phys ed, and we started a wrestling team at Brunswick High School. So pretty active in the community. I taught with Frederick County Public Schools for 17 years. Um, and um, so, yeah, been around a while. Yeah. And uh, so what was it, though, that inspired you uh, to run for elected office this year, to run for the House of Delegates in District 4? Well, it's kind of a long story. I'll give you the condensed version. Um, when I was growing up, um, when I was in school, I swore the one place I would never be would be the classroom, that I was never going to be a teacher. And um, when my son forbade me from being a parent volunteer anymore at the school, I decided I would become a substitute teacher. So I had logged over a thousand volunteer hours and um, was very active in the schools. And then I started substitute teaching. I got a call from the foreign language curriculum specialist who said, well, Whoa, you got a lot of foreign languages in your background. Um, I need a Spanish teacher. So I started a long-term substitute teaching position at Middletown High School in 1998. 
and I fell in love with being in the classroom. I absolutely loved impacting students, making students excited about learning. And so um, I began teaching with uh, Frederick County Public Schools as a part-time language teacher and ended up um, becoming certified and got my... um, well, got my certification, then got my master's degree and stayed with FCPS until um, really what happened was I saw the very negative effects of the testing. I saw the negative effects of all the technology in the classroom. Yes, there are positive, but the negative um, was just too much technology um, and not enough um, hands-on practical experience, I don't think, in the classroom. So I ran for school board in 2016. I I realized um, that I was not able to have the impact for my students that I wanted in the classroom and I needed to be outside of the classroom working on policy changes for the school system. So I ran for school board. I withdrew from that race to make sure that we would get three excellent Um, Board of Education representatives in 2016, which we did. So um, the whole um, idea, the whole plan worked out extremely well. We have three excellent Board of Education um, members with um, Joy Schaefer and Mike Beninsky and Ken Kerr. Um, And then when the ESSA, the Every Student Succeed Act was changed and shifted the decision-making power for testing to the states, Um, I began to look at the state legislature as a possible venue for making the changes that I think are important in education. Um, Ideally, I would like us to see see in the state of Maryland a maximum class size of 20 students. I think that would have the greatest impact on our students. And education affects all aspects of our lives. It affects the way we think. It affects our ability to perform certain tasks. It makes us a better society. It produces better workers. Education is the foundation for our society and the public education system, our public schools are the venue for that to happen. So I'm kind of making an assumption here, but um... Uh, you know, my next question is on your top priorities. It sounds like with your background that education is going to be a top priority once you're elected to Absolutely. the House of Delegates. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, but some, some of the other things, you talked a, a bit there about education, but uh, what might be one or two other things that, that you feel need to be prioritized in the General Assembly? Sure. Um, I am a breast cancer survivor. And I survived because my cancer was detected extremely early. I had regular mammograms because my insurance covered it. And I found through my entire cancer experience that my insurance was outstanding. And then I started to look at people who don't have their cancers detected early. Early detection is the key to fighting and beating cancer. I'm at a 95% cure rate. Um, My cancer was detected before, it was just barely stage one. Early detection works, but early detection um, requires testing 
and it's got to be covered by um, insurance. Too many cancers reach the advanced stage because people don't have insurance to go in for regular checkups, for regular care, preventive care. We've got to have quality health insurance for every member of our society. And, and, and yeah, that's uh, one of the issues, uh, regardless if you're looking at uh, whether it's in Frederick County or across the state, the that, that's been, uh, well, and across the country, it's, yep. it's, it's really one of the top priorities, if not the top priority. Uh, and, and, and your personal experience, I'm sure, is uh, uh, you, you perhaps know better than, than a lot of people what, uh, what the, the good things and the bad things are within our healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I had firsthand experience. Not that I want to do it again, but <laughs> but I have firsthand experience. Yes, so sir. we we are down to the wire in terms of uh, the time before the the election, uh, and and so Tuesday is the day. And so, what are some things that people could do for you, uh, say uh, over this this weekend, Monday, and and on Tuesday, election day, uh, to help get you elected uh, to the House of Delegates. Talk to people and tell them that the most important thing that they can do next Tuesday is to vote. Our vote is our voice, um, and people need to get out the vote. I was out knocking doors last weekend and talked to several women who had no intention to vote, and I don't understand that. Our voice is, you know, for centuries, and Josh, I think you teach history, mm-hmm. for centuries people fought to for representation in their government, yeah. and our vote is our representation. Um, and so um, voting is the most important thing, and encouraging people to to vote and helping them to get to the polls, but spreading the word. It, it's, uh, yeah, uh, voting is incredibly important. And if it weren't so important, uh, as, as history tells us, uh, people wouldn't have tried so hard to take that right away from people and deprive them of that right mm-hmm. and to make sure that they didn't get that right because it certainly does matter. Yes. Uh, so absolutely. Uh, yeah, and please, everybody, go out and, and vote on Tuesday. Certainly, we hope that you'll uh, support all the Democratic candidates. Vote blue. Um, but, but voting is, is incredibly important, so uh, we hope you'll do that. And, and you know, it doesn't, it doesn't end here. Regardless of how things go on Tuesday, I'm very optimistic. But, uh, you know, e- even if the blue wave happens, uh, we need to keep going and keep moving forward. I think 2019 is going to be a great opportunity to build the party maybe seek some new potential future leaders of the party, people who are thinking of, of running. Uh, if you are thinking of running, I want to talk to you um, uh, as, as my role on the Central Committee and the, the campaign uh, subcommittee. So please uh, reach out, www.frederickdemocrats.org. And I want to thank Lois Jarman so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. And uh, one last thing, I want to plug it one more time for this year. If you've been looking for another way to get involved with the party, uh, Club Blue. It's a small donor program. $10 a month is what we're asking for. Uh, Everybody who who donates to that, we have a free event for them every year. Uh, But that money is going to go and and help us determine our campaign strategy, what we can financially do. Going into the 2020 presidential and congressional elections, as well as the 2021 Frederick City elections, and then, of course, for next cycle with, uh, with the state elections, state and local elections. 
Uh, I've been Josh Kramer, and the music for this podcast was written and performed by David Fitzwater. Thanks so much for listening.